This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. A lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning, and typically they just do investment management. They want your money. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. Where do you stand today with your retirement accounts, with your insurance, with social security, RMDs, taxes, all of it? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box on these matters. Abe is here to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. If you're looking for Abe, you might find him. I'm not sure if you sit in buckets of ice or under warm blankets at this phase of having achieved the mountain climb of all mountain climbs. (laughs) Tell us how you're doing. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I got back, Heather was feeling pretty sore, um, lower body, legs, knees, feet, very sore, feet blistered up and all that. But uh, what I just did was probably one of the hardest. No, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, both physically and mentally. And we were texting while you were in the middle of this mountain climb and you were telling me some of the some of the details. Give a quick recap yeah. of what it was that you did. Yeah. So I basically climbed the equivalent of Mount Everest, 29,029 feet in less than 36 hours. I did it with actually 25 minutes to spare. So 35 hours and change. Uh-huh in Utah. So there's this organization, it's called 29029 Everesting, Mm -hmm. and they bring that challenge to the United States. And they will rent out mountains in Utah, Idaho, Vermont, and Whistler. Mm -hmm. And so I did the one in Utah, and uh, again, climbed the equivalent of Mount Everest, 29,029 feet, 30 miles in less than 36 hours, very little sleep. It was incredible. It was magical. It was hard. It was tough. Yeah. It was worth it. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't have done it without um, God. There was no doubt God was there on that mountain with us. Mm -hmm. It was almost 300 participants. Only 60% of people actually finish. Really? But it's such an accomplishment for anyone that goes and even climbs and even does a few ascents, right? You know, there were some people that did four, seven, 10 ascents. I almost broke at 10 ascents. Really? At 10 ascents, I came back down. We had six and a half hours left to do three more ascents. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this, you mm-hmm. know? And if it wasn't for the crew that I was with and the group of friends and mentors and colleagues I was with, there's no way in heck I would have done it. Mm-hmm. And so it was an amazing community, amazing event. And um, I just uh, am looking forward to getting more people on that mountain because it's amazing what we can do, what our bodies and minds can do yeah. in life when we just push ourselves to do more when we push ourselves to get out of our comfort zones because that's yeah. where we grow. Yeah. And so just looking forward to sharing that with uh, our clients and, and everybody around us. You know, we all have our own mountains to climb. Sure. And so, you know, with retirement, we have our retirement mountains and we help our clients get safely down that retirement mountain into phase two. Mm-hmm. But we all have our own mountains and we want to tackle them and, and conquer the challenges as best as we can in life. Well, I mean, you were talking about all the amazing people and things that happen. And I've got to say, you are amazing, Abe. Hats off to you. Oh, we, thank we've you. been talking about this on you this know, radio program and personally leading up to it. I'm The whole time I've been like, you're amazing. You're awesome. I could never do it. I'm so impressed. <laughs> so uh, all the of, of all the 13 ascents, yeah. I dedicated each ascent to people closest to me in my yeah, life. So yeah, yeah. the two of them were for Shelly, my wife, obviously. Yeah. Uh, one of them was for our team. One of them was for our clients. And so without our amazing clients, uh, we wouldn't be in business. So I dedicated one of those ascents, about two hours of climbing and hiking to um, almost a thousand of our amazing clients. So thank you to all of those clients that are listening right now that are clients of Avish Financial. We wouldn't be here without you guys. So we love you. 
I'm sure a lot of things to think about, a lot of thoughts go through your head when you spend almost 36 hours climbing oh, up yeah. the mountain over and over again. And as you were pointing out, it does align, I think, with the work that you do on a personal level because there is so much preparation. There is so much advanced thinking. There is so much training that has to be done on an individual level for each person as they approach their own retirement goal lines. Like you were saying, it's a goal and achievement of its own. So I'm sure you had the thoughts of lots of folks in your heads while while you were going through that climb yourself. And it actually brings me to the first story that I wanted to talk to you about on the program here today, Abe, because it's the story of a woman named Connie Gores, who is actually from uh, one of our neighbors to the South. She's from North Carolina, and she made her living as a teacher, some of the greatest people on this planet. We, We love our teachers. Connie actually hoped to retire at 65, so she was in her mid 50s, and she decided she wanted to go see a financial advisor to get her status, figure out where she was. And it turns out the news was not what she would hoped it would be. He looked me in the eye and he said, Connie, uh, I don't know if you're going to make it unless you change a few things. And that is, of course, not what anybody wants to hear from a person they're seeking financial advice about. Connie was telling CNBC, fortunately, she did make those adjustments, was able to reach her goal of retiring at 65, But the question for you, Abe, is what can we all learn from hearing Connie's story? Well, first off, I have a heart for teachers because my mother was a teacher's assistant and Mm -hmm. my dad, a college professor teaching political science and so forth, and tons of educators on my mom's side, especially speech therapists and all all these things. So my heart goes out to all of you teachers listening. But we just recently had a couple call in and come into the office because they were concerned about where they stood and where they stand with their retirement. And they basically got a financial wake up call of their own. Really? And yes. And so they're in their 60s. Good thing is they have $700,000 saved, okay. but and the good thing is they have seven years left until they retire. Got it. So they're going to be retiring around 70 years old. They're in their early 60s. Okay. They have $700,000 left. What we found, Heather, is that we need to get them to $1.2 million by the time they retire. Okay. We need to help them almost double the amount of money that they need saved in a seven-year period of time. That's tough to do because we have no control over the markets. Right. 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 One thing we do have or a couple of things we do have control over is how much you're saving. Where are you saving this money? How much risk are you taking? For example, neither one of them were maxing out their 401ks. Mm. And I sat there asking them, well, why aren't you doing this? Why haven't you been doing this? And it was just kind of a matter of being in this limbo phase, like just this comfortable phase where, you know, you're just comfortable in life and you're not pushing yourself and challenging yourself. And, and I think the wife started to get concerned and realized that they're only, you know, seven years away. Mm-hmm. Let's get a checkup and let's mm-hmm. find out how close or far we are away. So just a matter of being a little too nonchalant and just probably perhaps a, a little too confident that they were going to get to the place they needed to be by the time they retired. Got it. So they came in and, and we found out they weren't maxing out their 401ks. So I recommended that they max out both of their 401ks. Mm-hmm. They needed a, a plan. They needed a retirement roadmap and an income plan to show them how far they were away from retiring. So we did just that. We made those recommendations. We also made a recommendation to start contributing to the Roth portion of their 401ks, which they didn't even know were around and available. Oh, really? Many, yeah, many people don't even know that in most of our 401ks out there, there is a Roth portion of your 401k. And so this couple was contributing about 50% towards their 401ks, but it was all going into the traditional side of the plan. And I said, well, number one, 
you guys have to max out your 401ks between now and the time you retire mm-hmm. if you want to retire at 70. Mm-hmm. Number two, why don't you consider splitting your contributions up between the pre-tax side and the post-tax side, which is the Roth portion, mm-hmm. because they're both concerned with taxes as well in retirement. Right. So we can start chipping away at having some tax-free income, some income free of tax in retirement. For all those reasons, they were so thankful that they came in and got a checkup. Uh, yes, it was a little bit of a wake-up call, but now they know where they need to get to, right? They know how far they are away from retiring comfortably. So for any of you listening right now, If you're doing things on your own, if you're working within another advisor who maybe is just focused on investments, look, anyone, most people, as long as you're alive, you've done well in the stock market the last decade, Mm -hmm. right? But as we've seen here in 2022, things can change quickly. Things can change within a matter of six or seven months. And it's when things are volatile and things are uncertain that you really, really need the help. That's when you really need second opinions and a comprehensive plan for not only the good times, but the bad times too. Abe, let's keep on with this wake up call messaging because you gotta kind of feel that way with what's happening on Wall Street lately. Wall Street has seemed to be feeling optimistic as many think that the Fed seems to have a handle on inflation. But economist Stephanie Pomboy was telling Fox Business that the stock market is wearing blinders. I think the Fed's problem is that they're looking in rear view mirror statistics like the employment numbers. But as long as the Fed has its eyes trained on the payroll number and is boxed in by, you know, eight and a half percent inflation, I think the markets are really over their skis and wildly optimistic about where we're going. So she thinks that we could sink into a recession before things get better. What are you thinking, Abe? What are you telling your clients who are worried about their retirement savings? Well, we already think we're in a recession, Heather. You know, just like, you know, they told us inflation was transitory, that it was temporary. Well, it's here to stay, at least for now, right? Right, It's, you know, over 8%. Yes, it's come down a little bit. Yes, the markets have turned around a hair in the last couple months, but there's not a lot of good news out there, right? Inflation Mm -hmm. is still coming in really high. And I think that we really need to be cautious here. I think we need to be cautiously optimistic about where we are headed. Uh I think we need a phase two comprehensive plan with protection wrapped around our plan as much as possible because we believe there's a lot of pressure still on the down. We believe that between now and the end of the year and heading into next year, it could get pretty ugly. And if it does, we want to be prepared, right? Right, right. Because there's always good times and bad. Well, we just had a couple call into the show and come into the office. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are in their late 50s. They're retiring in seven to eight years. Mm -hmm. They live in Woodbridge, Virginia, $1.2 million saved. And because they're in their late 50s and have seven to eight years left before they retire, they're about a seven and a half on our risk scale. So they're willing to accept a decent bit of risk. The problem with them is that they've lived all over the world, all over the country, Mm -hmm. and in those moves have set up products and investments with different financial advisors. So they have this financial junk drawer, right? Uh They have 401ks and IRAs and annuities and life insurance and mutual fund accounts, all of this stuff all over the place. Money, money (laughs) everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they've been sold a lot of these things and some aren't bad, some aren't great, but they've been sold a lot of these things, you know, over time without them being in a comprehensive plan without being in a fluid, congruent plan where it all makes sense. And they realize that. They're like, hey, I got a guy out in Wyoming. I got a gal out in Florida who helped me with this stuff. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with these people or what we have, but we feel like we need a plan, a comprehensive plan. So that's exactly what we help them with is to put together a comprehensive plan, a phase two plan. Everybody has a phase one plan. 
a phase one plan is our investments and our products and our solutions, right? Our ways to save money. A phase two plan is a comprehensive retirement income distribution plan that yes, it has products, it has investments, it has all that money in it, but then it also includes all of the ways that we can protect our life savings from the next market crash, that we can protect our life savings from all the things that could potentially mess it up. High inflation, higher taxes, healthcare, market volatility, you name it. They're all out there to get our retirement if we don't protect ourselves against it. So for any of you listening right now, if you sound like this couple and you want that same recession proofing analysis, go to retirementkeyradio.com, click on the contact us tab at the top of the page and we can begin to have the same conversation with you as well. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish, Inc., Virginia license number 131017. Thank you.